Welcome back to Two Goalies, One Mike. I am Dwayne for Cully. Cully is fortunately still sick. He is not able to be here. But as always, we have our go-to main man, our Mike Granelli. We have Ty B. Ty, what's going on, man? Hey, just ready for another great interview. I think this is going to be a very interesting one, especially for you big movie buffs. Oh, yeah, man. I cannot fucking wait, man. Uh, what are you drinking there, buddy? Uh, going with a cannon called Double IPA from Big Ditch. Mixing it up a little bit, going heavy. There's nothing wrong with a little eight, eight and a half percenter after work. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, for the Steve Z Shields episode, man, I, uh, I was like, that was on my third Captain and Coke for that one. I was loving every second of it. Um, unfortunately, I got nothing but a water here. I got to work tomorrow. So, But uh, without further ado, I know a lot of people were pumped for this inter- for this interview, as was I. I was fucking pumped when he answered me on Instagram. Um, you know, some of his notable movies were Final Destination 2. Honestly, in my opinion, the best Final Destination of all the Final Destinations. Uh, House of the Dead. And most recently, <laughs> Goon House and Goon 2, Last of the Enforcers. Guys, we have none other than Jonathan Cherry, Marco Belchi. Belchi. How the fuck are you? You fucking Buffalo motherfuckers, man. How you doing? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, man. He went right into the character. I, 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 I think was, it was right into the character. I was planning on uh, doing this in character and trip you guys out. Oh, shit. That's the, he's like that. <laughs> well, I just want to let you know, John, we have two rules on this, on this podcast. I mm-hmm. ask the fucking questions, and you answer the fucking questions. Fair play, man. Fair play. Uh-huh. Fair play. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, you know, it was interesting. I was, you know, kind of, kind of corresponding back and forth with you uh, leading up to this. Um, you know, you kind of revealed to me, and I was kind of blown away by it. You are not a hockey guy, huh? No. Well, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not – no, I'm not a huge hockey guy. I grew up in Toronto. Uh, okay. I like hockey. I like okay. it. Uh, I was just a diehard basketball fan my whole life. So hockey was like, you know, second, third. But I, I like Secondary. it. I'm just okay. not like diehard, you know. When I heard you guys talking on your podcast, which was really funny, like on one of your ep- episode four or whatever, I was like, that's like me and my friends, other sports psychos, talking about the Raptors and how our management's wronging us personally. <laughs> oh so my I can God. relate. So how, what was that like? What was that like in Toronto, man? When they when they took home the title, Kai, you know, Kyrie, and you know, you know, oh, bringing that home God. for you guys, that it must, you know, Kawhi. so how it was, long, well, it was how, crazy. How, I was in, uh, I, I was, I've been living in LA for 15 years, repping the Raptors hard when they were awful, and I get made fun of. I play back, I get made <laughs> so much fun of by people, like you know, just reps, whatever. And the year I come back, which I wish I was still there, so I can just, you know throw it in the faces because I, I took some shit for the Raptors. I don't know if the Sabres are good or not. They'll yeah. tell me about it, but like I'm sure <laughs> I imagine you guys, you know, take the brunt from what it's I heard same from thing. your fourth episode. Oh, same thing, right? Same thing, same thing. No, it was crazy. It was amazing. It was crazy. It was, it was like it, it was like it felt walking downtown. It, it was almost, it was happy, but it was almost years of frustration pouring out. It was like the apocalypse or something. It was crazy. People oh, like I was leaving downtown. People like zombie, crazy people like just looking for excuses to, to almost loot. When the Jays won in '92 and '93, I was a kid. 
back to back. Yeah. But same thing. They like they like trash the Sky Dome. People are like it's like sports brings this crazy thing out of people. You know. Yo. Anyway, yeah. I'll let Ty. Nice. I'll let Ty. I'll let Ty speak to it before I speak to it, what it's like being a Sabres and a Bills fan. I'll let Ty go first. Uh, Bills, I like the Bills. The Bills were my team growing up, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it's just oh, we, get, awesome. we get endlessly slammed by national media, fans across the country, uh, year after year. Almost every year first I was alive uh, for the Buffalo Bills until very, very recently. And the Sabres have, you know, had their, their streaks. And since their last, you know, triumphs in, you know, 06, 07, it's just been a shit show, and uh, it's yeah. not fun right now. <laughs> it's, it's been, been since yeah. I was six or seven. Going through the team tanking, trying to get the first pick and all that. You go through all those yeah. years, and, you know, you, you hope you're going to get some sort of success the way that, um, you know, Toronto finally found it. But we just haven't gotten lucky yet. Yeah. And then you got all yeah. these leftover it, Sabre it's, bucks. It is. It is. What are you going to do with your Sabre bucks? Sabre bucks. <laughs> 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 yeah, unused Sabres bucks, unused games, man. Um, they better roll over it, those you know, bucks. I'll tell you what, John. It's it's they better fucking roll over those bucks, man. I'll I'll start a riot down at KeyBank Center. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but you know what, John? It, for for me, it was it, it it went from just not even just being a losing team on the ice. It went from that to them just not caring about the fans anymore. Just the state of the arena, how they treated us, like the game, the game experience. You. You go, you go to non-hockey markets all over the country, and the fan experience is night and day compared to here in Buffalo, where at one point we were considered yeah. hockey heaven. <laughs> and it was just it's, just – it's just mind-blowing just how mistreated we were as fans. Um, but, with, you know, with that being said, um, we do hope things are going on the up and up. Uh, we do have a lot of promising players in the system here in Buffalo with these guys like Jack Eichel, uh, Ross Stalin, uh, <laughs> Victor Olafson, stuff like that. But the Bills, the Bills, like you said, you're a Bills guy. The Bills are trending up, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. um, they have the right people. They have the right people in place to run this organi- run the organization, um, which is you know new for us because we how many Ty how many coaches have we been through in Buffalo before McDermott? It was like every other year you're getting a new coach decades. pretty much. New yeah. Season. Yeah, and finally like new, top new, five. Yeah, I, new coach. I, I think I that, used to drive up to Buffalo and eat at the Anchor Bar. Yeah. And watch Bills games. You know the Anchor obviously you know the Anchor Bar, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yep, yep. Is that oh, yeah. do you guys did that you guys invented uh, Buffalo wings, right? Like I feel Correct. like the Anchor Bar is like isn't that the, the place? Yeah, it's like the birthplace. Yep. It's not the best yeah. place for wings, yep. but it's definitely the birthplace. Definitely not the best. The yeah. Birthplace. But I used to watch Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. You guys had the four years in a row going to the Super yep. Bowl. Wasn't it four in a row? Yeah, yeah. I was a huge Bills four, fan. Four back in a row. Yeah. Shit. Yep. It, it was, <laughs> you know, it was quite a time to be a Buffalo fan, but, you know, it was, it was weird because you had those four – you had those four Super Bowl losses in a row, and then you come in with the Sabres, what happened to us in 98, 99, the no goal, uh, and just heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak. It was, a, it was a rough time to be a Buffalo sports fan, I'll tell you that much. But, uh, you know, with all that, with all that being said, um, you know, obviously, like you said, you, uh, you've never actually played hockey up until, obviously, probably with Goon, correct? Um, you, yeah, besides uh, street you, hockey? Besides street hockey, I never played, and I went. And by the way, you guys are both goalies, or you're all goalies, right? Like you're. I'm a goalie. Goalies. I'm a goalie. Yes, Cully, Cully, uh, Cully is too. 
So for Goon so One, coach. we went through. We went. Oh, nice. We went through like a three-week training camp, and I mean, I could skate. Like I, you know, I grew up in Canada, so I can skate. But like the intricacies of being a goalie, and I had like like NHL trainers and stuff were like trying to like get us, you know, passable. For the first, I'm I'm rarely in that in that first. Uh, Unless you see a close-up of my face, it's a stunt double with a fake mustache and, like, doing my, my thing in the, in the first goon because it was impossible. For the second one, I started to learn, like, try to get into, like, a butterfly or, like, a T – what is it? A T-cross? T a T-push? A T-push and all that stuff. But, yeah. like, I, I can't imagine – man, you have to be in good shape to be a goalie. That's a thankless position. Yeah, you're not wrong there, man. You definitely aren't wrong there. Um, but what would surprise me the most um, was how well you played the locker room. Like, that was crazy to me because, like, you know, the joking around, all the jokes aside, like, you played the part of the locker room extremely well. Just how you communicated back and forth with teammates. It seemed very fluid. Just obviously, you know, chirping Thank each you. other and whatnot. Yeah, you, dude, that was unbelievable to me. And you're – dude. Honest to God, and I'm not just saying this bias as a goalie, you and for me at least by far were the fucking best part of that first movie because your lines were just like, uh, we're, and we're going to play some of those clips uh, here in a little bit. But, you know, your sorry, lines. I, I lost uh, you. Repeat that? Sorry. I'm not just I'm getting sorry. you to repeat um, a compliment. I lost you. Hold on. Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, pretty much, pretty much it, it for me. There it is. For me, Jonathan, you, you know, how you well you were able to, uh, how well you were able to adapt to being in a hockey locker room and just the camaraderie between teammates yeah. and just the chirping back and forth. That to me just blew my mind, and that's why it was so surprising to me when you told me you're not you, you've never played hockey, you've never really been in a locker room before because you, you fucking you you knocked out of the no. park for me, man, like. You knocked it on the park, and that for me was that for me was the fucking best parts of that movie. Just especially with the two Russian brothers, like that just was unfucking believable. <laughs> so that so you'd be happy to know, like a lot of that was in the script, but I, t most of those jokes, I, I feel like in the first one especially, were all like us improvising, like just ripping on each yeah. other. But guys know how to do that, you know. And I just figured after the training camp, I realized, like, man, goalies like take the brunt you know and it was written we as do. a character who would like be sort of you gotta be crazy you have to be crazy to be a goalie right like you gotta yeah. be nuts to, to do that you know yep, i got hurt do. a couple times that's why i came up with that that percocet line i was like oh man if i were a goalie i'd be addicted <laughs> so that to was you that wasn't because, you know that that wasn't in the script no that was, that was me that's fucking <laughs> no, that awesome was, that was the combination that was a combination of two things i was like i was i was you know watching we were shooting from 11 at night to 11 in the morning so I'd have to like, I'd get home at like noon and I'd have to like watch a movie to go to bed. I only had two movies with me and one was Days and Confused. And the guy has a line in Days and Confused where he goes, like, oh, yeah, came here, to, came here to do two things, man, kick some ass and drink some beer. It looks like we're almost out of beer. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I want to shout. I love that movie. I want to shout that line, like give it a shout out and then like an homage or whatever. And like, maybe I'll have an opportunity in this because I know it's like improv -y. And then I was thinking, so I got, I got nailed in the ribs a couple of times when I tried to play. I played baseball growing up too. So when a puck yeah. would come at me, I would lunge for it with the glove like it was like a baseball. You know what I mean? Like not just like hitting yeah. it with my shoulders or my pad. 
So my, I went like that and the puck, like the, uh, your, your audience can't see me, but like I raised my, uh, you know, my, my arm and the puck nailed me in the ribs. I was thinking, oh, I was out for like two, three days. I was like, if I was a goalie, I'd be addicted to fucking Percocets, man. <laughs> so that, that's, that's what that was. That's awesome. Yeah. What about the giggly bit sign? What's so fucking funny, giggly bits? Uh, is I that you too? I, I made that up. Uh, yeah, I don't know where I. I never. Even, I don't even. I don't know if I ever heard that before. I just came out of my mouth. I thought it was because they were sitting there, and then like with their huge jock straps, you know, talking about my mother and whatever. And I made a <laughs> reference to it, and I made a reference to it in the second one. Uh, yep. Uh, you know about uh, Olaf's giant schlong. So yeah, I don't know. Just came out. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I, there are so many good lines from you, uh, Ty. I don't know if you have any favorites, man, but uh, mine for sure. Mine for sure was, you know, was face fuck. You're a mother, and you're just mm-hmm. you're like, we're on the same team. We're on the same fucking team. It's just mm-hmm. like, and he's like, and he, and he points at Eagle. He goes, "Your pussy's so tight, no way, baby. Come out there, you adopted." <laughs> fucking mm-hmm. dying, man, dying. Like Ty, I don't know if you have any favorite lines from that movie, but that 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 whole that whole scene right there, the the back and forth between you and the two brothers was amazing. That that made the movie. No, yeah, I, I would go with the Percocet line for sure. Like, you, you know, you, you see them going into the locker room like the first time, and you think like, oh shit, like someone's gonna give him like some sort of serious something, and then he's just like, don't touch my fucking Percocets, like. <laughs> Just off the rip, doesn't say nothing else. Not like, welcome to the team, bud. Like, yeah, yeah. hey, here's a beer. I feel, no, no, no. I feel like that sets like a good dark tone too, right? Like yeah. Stifler joining the hockey team, and are we welcoming? Yeah. Him? No, no. This world is this dark, man. Let's but take yeah, it, down it, it really does also sort of highlight that, and you know what some of those hockey players do, especially at that you know amateur level, try and still the grind and make it, and you know goons especially. Um, we've seen, you know, throughout history, the things that have happened to some of those guys. So it's, it's kind of yeah. like um, a playful way to show sort of the dark side of all of that. And I think it really brought it in perfectly. All right. On. Oh, I'm glad you guys sure. like it so much. I love that. Oh movie. yeah. I mean, I, that the movie, first one, that, that, the first one was definitely in my opinion, the best one, but the second one wasn't bad at all either, man. Um, hmm. It, you know, I, you know, what was it like for you? to work alongside a guy like, like Jay. And then, I mean, other actors like Liv Schreiber, Sean William Scott. And then you worked with a, in both movies. You worked with a handful of NHLers between, um, uh, I believe it was Michael Delzato, uh, Tyler Sagan, Brandon Prust. Uh, you worked with George LaRock again and Colton Orr. Like, what was it like to be around like a group of characters like that? Eugene Levy, uh, like, wh- what was that like for you? Um, just I'm, hockey so and I was hockey like so the hockey guys it was funny because i had no exposure to them i knew who george larock was i didn't really know who those guys were like i sadly just yeah. said, you know um but they for the second one like they, they'd seen the first one so we had like a good dialogue uh dialogue about it but all those guys like sean william scott like when i started acting i was a huge fan of like american pie had come out when i first started oh, yeah. you know like so I was a big, big fan, and and uh, Jay reps hockey. He reps the Montreal Canadiens so hard. He loves. He's like a. Yep. He's like you guys, like the Sabers. He's like with the Canadians. So, you know that was fun. Like and 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 the the director too, Mike Douse. I don't know if you guys ever saw Fubar or any of those movies. 
I think you I know should, what you're you talking should, yep. You should check out his catalog of movies if you like Dune because they're uh, in tone. There, a lot of them are very similar. These guys are hockey diehards. So, like, I knew what I didn't know about actual hockey, but what I knew about sports and how that, like, the camaraderie and like the chirping and all that stuff. It's you know, it was like mm-hmm. ma- man summer camp. You know, <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, those guys, yeah, those guys knew the hockey, and then we just had to like be, you know. Just bring what we could, but uh, yeah, some legends like Liev. Liev, that guy's gnarly. Like he, he's not a hockey guy either, and he was showing. I'm friends. I was friends with the producers, and they would show me these videos that he was sending for how he was training on his own. How he like tr- this? He's a thespian. This guy, like he transformed himself into a full, full on goon. Goon. Yeah. <laughs> like he. But like yeah. he was like me. He's like a he's like a Shakespearean theater actor. Who, you know what I mean? Like he has yep. no business on the Maybe, ice yep. for that. And yeah, he's awesome. He was amazing I, and a great guy. Everyone was. It was so much fun. I mean, it was like such a. If it looked fun on camera, you guys are, you know, uh, receiving that. I mean, it was just it was. I imagine as it was that much fun to make too. You know. Yeah. No. Nobody did yeah. sign his dick, right? Nobody. Nobody signed his dick. <laughs> No, no, not in real life. <laughs> nobody, nobody signed his dick. I, no. I've been playing hockey my whole life, man. I never signed no one's dick before. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like a weird. But, that um, was an improv too. That was an improv too, based on like a weird line. I was like, "Does this happen? Like they sign each other's dicks?" And like, I was actually responding <laughs> to like the absurdity of that. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't happen in hockey locker. At least never no locker room I've ever been in. Nobody signs anybody's These dicks. Guys, those 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 NHL guys and the 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 minor league guys or whatever told us some, told some crazy stories about shit that happens in those locker rooms. Yeah, so it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, right. No, no. I know. Yeah. I uh, exactly. you know, I mean, I I've seen some crazy stuff in locker rooms in my day, but definitely nothing to that caliber. That's for sure. Um, any any funny stories at least? Something that happened on set. Um, mm. anything that you that memorable you look back on and just fucking laugh your laugh your ass off. Oh man. All we did was laugh. Um let me get back to you on that. I'll think about it while we're talking because okay. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a ton. Uh yeah. I, I mean what but um uh, Yeah, I'm sure there's a ton. I'll think about it. I'll figure that out. Yeah. Um Another thing, another thing too, is um, with the second one, obviously the cast was a little bit more like robust as far as like hockey players were concerned. Um, you know, you got you comedians like TJ Miller. The guy was fucking hilarious. Like his, mm. whole, his whole, his whole position as being a sportscaster and just his nonsensical lines he would just throw out yeah. there. Um, he was great. Know, were, I loved him. He was yeah, great. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. Um, one thing, one thing I didn't even realize until, um, you know, honestly preparing for this interview was the man that this whole thing was based on, Doug Smith, uh, Doug mm-hmm. the Hammer Smith. He was in the second movie, right? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Like I, yeah, no I know. Clue. <laughs> I, I, um, I've always been curious as to like if this guy got any sort of pop from it, you know, because these movies are like were popular, especially in Canada. I hear about it in a like a real cultish way in the states but like i I wonder like because it was pretty like we didn't like stick to his story at all but it's doug smith it's based on the book mm-hmm. about him i was yeah yep. i'd like to know if he got any sort of pop from it you know 
I'd have to imagine. I mean, I mean, I, I, I didn't no clue about that guy before. Obviously, the the first movie came out. I don't know about you, Ty, who Doug Smith uh-huh. was, but um, yeah, I had I had no idea who he was at all. Um, I also found it found it kind of funny that in the second one, um, what was what was the character's name? The uh, the hotshot uh, uh, owner's son. Uh, yeah, Wyatt Russell. Right Wyatt Russell. It's a Kurt Russell's son. And Goldie okay, Hawn's yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. just, I'm, I was trying to remember his character's name, though, Wyatt Russell. He yeah. was actually a former pro hockey player, too. Yeah. He played a lot of a amateur goalie. hockey. Yeah. He, he was a goalie. Yep. He was a yeah. goalie. Yeah. Did he, did he give you any, any type of tips or anything in the second I one? Mean, Nothing? Did, did look, it... Yeah. He, he's the best. He's a sweetheart, too. Like, totally. Oh my God. He tried to, like, he tried to help, but like, when you're starting from scratch and you're already a grown ass man, like you're really not, yeah. I'm not flexible. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not, you have to have, train your body for your whole life to be an actual like passable goalie. Uh, but he tried, but I think the funniest stories you'd find on, on about this movie were all me trying to be an actual goalie because it was, it was hard, man. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, they always say, yeah, yeah, you'd be a special kind of stupid to be a goalie. To be like the, you know, yeah. uh, with a lot of the goalies we talked to uh, on the podcast over the past few weeks, um, the days of putting the fat kid in net are over. It's a different type of athleticism. Um, yeah. and it's true, man. It's true, and you got you got a taste of it twice. Um, it, did would, you, ever, you ever? No, sorry, go what's that? No, did you ahead. ever? Did you? I did this like, um, t- I only did one episode. We were supposed to do more. There's a, I interview Carrie Price in character. I was actually just getting to that. <laughs> okay. In the five hole with Carrie Price from right. uh, the studios in Regina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Regina. Um, I Ty, Ty, did you see that? Um, I saw it way back. I haven't seen it in a while. So we, yeah, that we, was... put, we put that together with like TSN and that's like, I bar guess, down, ESPN. Right? Yeah, bar down. Uh, and when I saw that guy in person, I was like, same, same thought about like, the fat kids in net. This guy was just a, he looked like a linebacker. Yep. Like six, four, just, but like fit, you know, like he could have played any mm-hmm. sport. Yeah. Just a monster. Yeah. And you guys, you guys had a lot of good back and forth too. I mean, it's mostly you just chirp, kind of chirping him and whatnot. Mm. Uh, it, was, it was funny. <laughs> I always wondered, man, like after that interview, um, if we ever are blessed enough to have, you know, speak with Carey Price, um, if he actually, after that interview, any time during a game, ever sat back when he was born back and actually thought of the word kerfuffle. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> did, he ever, did yeah. he ever say that to himself? Like, fucking that kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. <laughs> I, imagine, I would hope so. I, I, I wanted the spider to stick. I named him Carey the Spider Price. Carey the Spider like, Price. Let's, let's try to give him a nickname and see if we can make it stick. That would be a life accomplishment. <laughs> like I knew was him that. <laughs> you, and your what was it? Your three? You gave him like three pieces of advice, or what? It was it? A, or or oh, yeah. um, what was it? You gave you gave like three, three, th- th- three pieces of advice. I can't remember what they were, but they were all they were all fucking hysterical. It, uh, I was laughing yeah. from start to finish, man. And nice. was that mostly you? Was that mostly it, you? You kind of like it was improvising. Yeah, like there's something. I swear, man. I, that's why I wanted to. We were. We were gonna do a. We were hopefully hoping to do a goon series, but things kind of fell through. I had so much more to say, as like as like Belchior. I swear, like 
there's something about that character. It's just so easy to riff when you're just yeah, like this hoser, you know, Canadian, like from part. Bud. It, yeah, but <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was just riffing. We had like a guideline of what to do. And I just said to Carrie, like, you know, don't worry. Like, you don't have to be. Uh, the only reason we got him, because you're trying to get other guys too. We couldn't believe we got him because he quoted me in an interview. Yep, I remember um, that. Oh, he put it in the thing. Yeah, so. Siegfried and Roy. Yeah, so <laughs> he, uh, uh, so that's how we were able to, to get him. But he was like, it was, it was very hard. And the Canadians were not happy to be associated with Goon at all. Like Goon. Really? Like Why negative, not? I guess because it like, you know, promotes fighting and like all the bad things that happen to Goons and it's swearing and they, oh NHL wants God. to be more, I think NHL wants to be more Disney. Like, I, I, I don't know. But we got him and he was way like the coolest guy and, and we were supposed to have him for 10 minutes we had him for like two hours and i just said it was like look you don't have to worry about a thing i'm gonna be just make fun of me whatever you <laughs> need to do if you want to say something make fun of me make me look stupid and and it'll just go and he just went with it and he was and he was great and he loves goon so it worked i mean how can you not love that, that that kind of surprises me i mean i guess it, it surprises me and Dennis doesn't surprise me that the NHL would kind of be like against a movie like that because as far as running, uh, a, you know, a, a, you know, a sport is concerned, Gary Bretman's pretty terrible uh, to say the least, um, at least as marketing his sport. Um, hmm. We know that all too well here in Buffalo. Um, but um, yeah, that, that interview with Gary Price was, was absolutely outstanding. Um, I remember nice. watching back, back, uh, back at, uh, watching it back yesterday. And just those pad, those rinky dink pads you were wearing during it. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Those were funny. The producer brought those. Oh my those. god! That's I put awesome. them on over my over my jeans. Oh, your jeans. And if you, and if you notice, jeans. I have like a coffee stain on my my Highlanders jersey, which was. Not I did planned. not see that. Yeah, I spilled That's coffee awesome. on myself right before. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I, I wanted to do more of those, and and like they they wanted to produce more of them, and other guys wanted to do it, um, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. I, I maybe we'll try to like bring that back up again because I, I think it was, I think there was more to say. There's more to do. Honestly, I think it would have been fun. Yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. The boys at Two Goalies One Mike are definitely down to help you out with that if you ever need the assistance. Hundred I'll, percent. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll have you on. Yeah. Oh my God, man! You can rip <laughs> me to shreds all you want. I don't give a no, shit. No, you guys. You can, can talk like, about Sayers Bucks all you want. You guys can be like crew. You know, you guys can be the yeah, crew. You can like, pan Dwayne. over to us, Holby. <laughs> yeah, just just standing behind him with your pillows on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ready to back fucking, up anything he says. Yeah, Dwayne, my lighting's fucking terrible. What the fuck are you doing? Dwayne, I said only red smarties, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dude, this has been awesome. Um, yeah. So um, have you – has there – you know, do you still um, – talk to any of the cast at all you know oh yeah those oh, yeah. oh yeah yeah I, be I, I became pretty close with uh with sean and like i i've definitely hung out with liev uh quite a few times since then uh uh one of the russians um him and i uh yeah we're but i'm buddies with them like we rap on like social media and stuff and and um uh if I see them, you know, for sure. We all, we're all sort of bonded from that experience. Oh, in the second one, um, the goalie, the Russian goalie who was going to take my place, 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's candy. a really good. Yeah, he's a really good buddy of mine, and he he turned into a pretty big show. Do you guys watch uh, Letter Kenny? You know that show, Letter Kenny. Yeah. Oh, we know Letter Kenny. So he's on Letter Kenny. Uh, I didn't he's, realize that. He's the second guy. He's like the main guy's best friend, Dairy. Dairy. No, no shit. That's him. Why yeah. That? I don't know how to make that connection. Wow. Well, did you, you know that different. Guy? Uh, yeah, Ty, did you Nate. know that? No clue. No clue? Fuck, man. That's crazy. His name's Nate Dales. And uh, shit, there's some deleted scenes with him and I that are really funny um, that didn't make it in. Like, we, got, we get back at the Russians, and he helps me. And we, like, shock them with these tasers and this, like, this whole crazy thing. And then... <laughs> how does that Val not make the movie? Valkyor got his, like, comeuppance against them, and he helped me, and... Yeah, him and I are really tight. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, no, a and lot he, of a lot of good memories and friends from, from that, for sure. I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if you're allowed to reveal this, but has there ever been talk about doing another one? Well, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I think it's a dead issue at this point, but um, it rhymes with Schmetflix wanted to do a, uh, a, a okay. series. Um, if the second one, I think if, if the second, this is from what I heard, if the second one had done better or something like they were, they were getting ready or definitely romancing the idea of doing like a Netflix show about it. Um, everyone would want to do a third one, but, uh, the second one, I don't know. The second one, maybe it was like too long after the first, you know, and like, it didn't, it didn't, like, the diehards knew what it was, you know, because the first one we shot in, like, 2000, it came out in 2012, or yep. 11, even, and the second one was, like, 2017, so it was, like, kind of yeah, six years off. later. Yeah, so, um, anyway, unfortunately, no, but I, I want to do the, uh, the five-hole show. Yeah, you know what? Maybe that could be what you know. Like, I don't know if I was uh, saying Schmetflix if it would if it would roll on that. because that's how the first one kind of took off because it yeah. you know it didn't do as expected in theaters, but it, when it went to Netflix, that's when it really took off. Yeah, that's what really yeah. got the ball rolling. I'm wanting to do a second one, um, you know, and for you know for whatever reason, they only released the second one up in Canada into theaters. Which mm -hmm. do you have an explanation for that? Why was it only in Canada? So it's it's two things. It's and it's funny. It's yes, because of Netflix, um, it did really well in Canada. The first one, I think, it's like the biggest movie ever, Canadian movie ever. Anyway, um, maybe I think, but because it was so big on Netflix, uh, also a lot of things are big on Netflix, and then movies mm -hmm. and theaters became less big. So by the time the second one came out it was really hard to get a movie into theaters, right? Like yeah. everything, you know, big movies are going straight to Netflix and Amazon and whatever. And unless you're like an Oscar movie or, you know, uh, the Avengers, you're not going to really get like a big release in theaters. So I think that that's basically what had to do with it. But like either way, the fact that we were able to do a second one is because you know, the cult following of the first one on Netflix, it was like a top trending movie for a long time. A long yeah, it time. was. Um, Years. Yeah. I would have loved to do a third one. Everyone would have loved to. Everyone wanted to do the series. Um, just think, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Maybe. It might happen, though. You, you never know. 
Yeah, you never say never. And honestly, yeah. man, like I said, we are so down to do in the five hole with you. I think yeah. that could, <laughs> right. I, th- I think that could revive interest, man. If you really. Yeah. Uh, would you need permission for something like that if you wanted to go out on your own and do an in the five hole thing? Is that something you need? So I did for? need permission, and and me doing that. Look, I was also doing it because I was sort of feeling like, and it, no one asked me to do it. I'm not in charge of marketing with the movie, but I thought like, let's give this whole thing, at least my character anyway, some water wings, you know, and like have people still remember what's going on and have it come out before the movie and. I think we were supposed a bunch of us were supposed to do things like that that maybe didn't happen or not but yeah there was a little bit of drama about uh how it got released and when it got released and then I definitely needed permission to do it um and I would definitely need permission to do more but I think at this point they'd be totally down to let me do it oh yeah yeah even yeah. you know it it was it was definitely, like I said, it had me rolling from start to finish, man. And I have so many ideas rolling up here on how we could fuck around with that, with that whole, that whole show and just do episode after episode after episode, just because, yeah. like I said, I've, I've grown up in locker rooms. I've, I've seen the best of it. I've seen the worst of it and just how we could chirp each other, you know, you know, the back and forth could be awesome. Well, um, I'll tell you what, you, you guys put a link on it on your, on your uh, podcast and you ask the goalies that come through if they would do it. And, uh, you know, see if we can revive it that way. Give them no choice. Make them do it. Yeah, because you know what? You want to remind me, and, like, Ty, have you seen uh, the Zach Galifianakis, the in-between? Between in, in, that, was my, that was my inspiration. That's, mm-hmm. that's yeah. sort of what I was it trying to do. It had that feel. It yep. had yeah. that feel. Good. I'm glad. Like, that, that's what I thought of. Immediately as the set popped up, and I'm like, you, you, you're sitting there. You got the picture of your mom in between you. Like, that's those, my real those mom, are, by the way. Is that your real mom? yeah that's awesome on the helmet too not yeah. the helmet right yeah. oh my god no oh there there's your funny story i'll tell you a fun, <laughs> it's a sad story so the producers of the movie are like two of my best friends and one of them was my roommate also from toronto but in la and he optioned the book while we were roommates it took a long time you know and i was doing other stuff um before it happened and so he was a really close friend of mine and he asked if I would like because the whole thing was you know making fun of the mom he's like he knows my mom would I use could could we use a picture of her and in the script there was only one line about the mom and I was like I was fine with that I'm like okay cool she's and I'm really close with my mom in real life too and I was like you know she's a a big support so he put her on but it's my fault because I started going at those guys really hard. But what I'm actually looking at is them doing that to my real mom. <laughs> <laughs> and I got like, I, I sat down in the, uh, in the, like the cat, like the chair a- after we finished and everyone was like, it was so funny and blah, 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 blah. And everyone was high. And I got so low thinking, Oh my God, what did I do to my poor mom? <laughs> like, and Dave, the producer is going to have to fucking answer to her. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I literally, I mean, your, your audience, not only do I not like hockey, I'm also such a bitch. I was al- I, almost in tears in my trailer being like, she's the only one that ever supported me. And you know, I'm doing this movie <laughs> and I think it's going to be amazing. And then she can't even watch it because these fucking assholes are doing that to her picture. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Oh it's so like a terrible like joke English. they played on you. 
It was like sort a terrible, of, terrible yeah. joke they played on it. But I did it to myself because the script was only yeah. like, it was like, eh, school, fuck your mother. And then I had like 10 lines to like, just like bury them, you know? Yeah. And then, but then it was like a back and forth and they were, you know, good at improv as well. Well, here I'm saying I'm good at improv, but like they were. And it, yeah, there, there were some lines that they said that like, I'm so happy didn't get in because I think they were hilarious. And I had to like give it up. It was funny because it did get a little competitive, which made it so much better in terms of the improv because we're a sports thing and you know, but, but we were really, I think competing in this healthy way of like upping each other, oh, but keeping shit, it within the story, which is like, you know, when everyone's just trying to out funny everyone, it's not, but like in the way like hockey players would chirp each other and try to one up each other, we were sort yeah. of doing that with improvs, but the improvs happened to be like chirps, you know, but it was my mom's face. Oh. It was so upsetting, man. I was, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> If you notice, it's not my mom's believe- face in the second one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. I, You know what? For me, it was, uh, you know, my mom, unfortunately, my mom passed when I was 21. But, Sorry. like, if I were – I appreciate it. But uh, if I would have ever done something like that with my mom, the first person I'd have to answer to is my uncle, her brother. He would fucking strangle me in a heartbeat. I, I wouldn't be alive talking to you right now. Yeah. You know? I mean, she, but, was, uh, she was cool with it. Like, you know. Uh, I said, it's not you. It's like, you're not your name. It's not Mrs. Cherry. It's, <laughs> it's Mrs. Balcure. just happens oh, sure. to be your beautiful, sweet face. <laughs> there you go. There's your phone story. <laughs> That's not yeah. awesome, but it's funny. Oh, I'll I'm tell sorry. you what he said. I'll tell you what George the Russian said. And I lost my shit. And that's what made me upset. Because I was like, that line has to get in the movie. And it's so funny. Um, they're doing it to the helmet, and he goes, "It's like a log ride." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, thankfully, I broke because I, I was so funny. What he said, he's hilarious. It was so funny what he said that I might have screwed up the take, not on purpose, but oh man, I was like, that. that I thought that was brilliant. If you if you don't mind, if you don't mind, we're gonna cut. We're gonna we're gonna play that clip right now. We're just take, we're just gonna take a minute here. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna play that clip right now because I was waiting for the perfect opportunity to do it. You just kind of teed me up for it, so there we're gonna play is. that clip right now. That's my fucking helmet. Starting goalie Marco Belcher. Call him Belchi. He's from Regina. Regina. He drinks a lot of hand sanitizer. What's so fucking funny, giggly bits? <laughs> we have your mama right here. Oh yeah. Look at this beautiful smile. There she is. Say hello. Oh, it's called fuck your mother. Oh, work it. Yes, oh, just man. like a belch. You fucking Chernobyl motherfuckers. Your mother's pussy so fucking tight. No way, baby, come out there. No way. You adopted. I'm on your team. Does anybody else see this oh, shit? What a woman. Your turn. I love you, mama. You might want to wash it before you put on, man. Hi, I'm Doug Ladd. Two rules, man. Stay away from my fucking Percocets, and do you have any fucking Percocets, man? All right. Okay. Johnson gets it over. Here's the shot. He scores. Five ball. Ass liquor. Am I the only one here? You slobbing fucking borscht blooded cabbage headed motherfuckers, seen my dick. Why are you being gay? I think you're fucking being pretty gay. It's not gay. Not if your brothers. 
if your brother's, it's gay with a fucking dash of something else. My brother's gay, and he doesn't even do that. I've been playing hockey my whole life. I never fucking signed no one's dick, man. I'll sign your dick, Doug. They score! Jesus and the donkey motherfucker! Get on! Get off the ice! What? Why are you on the fucking ice, man? I've heard this song before, folks. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, Siegfried. Let's go, Roy. I am the fucking tiger. All you pinko Bolshevik ass eaters, man! This beach ball. Because you cannot even stop a fucking beach ball. Not nice! Beach ball is bigger than puck. That's why joke is. Yeah, I fucking get it, man. Rolls out the bar, man. Eight seconds. Eight fucking seconds. Now, up the board. He goes there to Lemieux. This guy's going glove, mother. This guy's going glove, mother. Lemieux gets it across the line, takes the Come shot. Oh! 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 show at the bridge. The game is over. Halifax has broken the losing streak. Their first win in a month. Wow, what a show. I'm going to go crack some champagne and make love to my old lady. It'll be the first time, the best time in a long time. was unbelievable and now like through that whole thing i'm thinking of that line that was the, it's like a log ride and now i'm just like wow man i i part of me wanted it's it to be like a like log ride <laughs> and he was smiling when he said it too oh my god it's like oh. i wanted it to be in the movie but it's it, they're, they're doing it to a picture girl mom so i feel bad for saying it oh I'm my so god i love I'm too I, uh, nice. I'm too nice. I should have been. I, I didn't have to. Like it, it wasn't contingent on me getting the part. I was sort of like thinking I'm hooking my mom up too. Like, hey, mom, I'll get your picture in this big movie. You know, that'll be <laughs> cool. And then, oh man, thought you were being a good son. It's unforgiving. <laughs> on what, yeah, uh, and, and instead it's like you know. What uh now now when when casting for that movie came about like what made you want the part or you know did, did somebody approach you. Like, did somebody like you for the part, or did you just, it was just, you know, yeah, so you tried out? So the producers were, like, really close friends of mine. Um, and I, you know, regardless of what the movie would have been, it was their first movie. And, like, we're, like, you know, our own sort of fraternity. We're all, like, best friends. Um, and it was basically just pick a role. And I was a big fan of Sean, when they got Sean, and the director, and... Jay had just done like Tropic Thunder and some other yep. stuff. And I thought that would be amazing to work with Jay. And he was like, which role, you know, you don't look really Russian. And so like pick something. And then I was just like, if they let me, I could do so much. Because the, the goalie part, like the Belkior part wasn't really big on the page, nor were the Russians. But I was like, if mm -hmm. I can do this and my audition, which if you have the, um, the DVD, if you can track down the DVD, I my audition, my audition's on the DVD. It it's is in the special features. It says goalie auditions. Oh, I'm sitting there shit. with tidy whities and a, a mustache that I shaved in and a shake weight. And no one was doing the shake weight joke, but I was the whole time I was looking like a shake weight. Like a, my whole audition, you know, I, I had to like I'm giving a hummer. 
And uh, <laughs> yeah, I fought for that part because I was like, if I if, like, I don't want to make. I, I did audition like five times too. I don't want them to just give it to me. I want to be funny. The pressure's on because it's their movie, but I know I could bring something to this somehow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was like uh, it was like three, four audition tapes, and then like a Skype uh, screen test with Jay and um, the director. That's 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 awesome. I'm I'm so happy you got the part. Obviously, did you uh, did you keep it? Did you keep any equipment afterwards? Did, did, did you keep I got I've, I got my headbands. I've got my jerseys. Uh, the mustache I grew myself. I uh, <laughs> got the helmet. Um, both helmets s somewhere. Um. What else did I take? I, I was trying to get the equipment because I was going to try, try to start playing hockey. Like I was, I, I got, like, we were playing shinny, like, you know, at lunch and stuff. And uh, I always played road hockey growing up. But I was, I was like, why don't I just get into like a hockey league in LA or, you know, but the, they were worth like 10 grand for the equipment. So they I have, have it. I have an unbelievable idea right now. How tall are you? Six, two. Okay. Um, we have an unbelievable idea when hockey starts up. Me and Ty, call it, we call, we're going to call it the Beer League Beat. Ty, do you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we, we, we have this idea for it's going to be called the Beer League Beat, where we're going to mic up somebody on the team. Or we're going we're, we're, we're to attract a new team every week and do post-game interviews with, you know, partying with beers and shit like that. Just have a blast with it. You know, you know the Beer League heroes, you know, after it's all over with, just getting together with the boys, stuff like that. And we're gonna we we're gonna mic off one player for the team and just listen to him chirp. If you can ever bring your bring yourself to Buffalo, if that ever happens, I will personally get you equipment, and you could fill in for one of my men's league games, and we will mic you up. Be part of the beat if you ever want to, man, because that would yeah. be amazing. Oh my god! Oh, we can yeah. maybe figure that out. That might no, be that'd funny. be great. There's, there's yeah, no I slap shots would. in beer league too, so. Yeah, there's no slap shots yeah. in beer good. league. Good. teammates no will go after him. Yeah, good. that's right. Good. Oh my god, that would be unbelievable, man. I think people would really get a fucking kick out of well, that. Well, I'm not far um, away, man. I'm I'm back in Toronto now, so you know, you yeah. never know. How about how, listen, uh, if me if me is high and the boys to find our way up to Toronto, say for a Raptors game, uh, can I give you a shout? Of course. Oh my god, yeah. What like one other thing though? One. There was a scene from that movie, uh, the national anthem scene, the Canadian national anthem, where the yeah. girl absolutely fucking butchers it. And yep. she, like, everybody, everybody's just, like, this look on their face, like, oh, my God, that's terrible. It's the worst thing since Roseanne did the national anthem at the World Series. And she mm. just, she thinks she nailed it at the end. She fist pumps. <laughs> and the announcer goes, and that's a disgrace to our nation <laughs> yeah, yeah. i owe that i thought that was always such an underrated scene because just that fist pump she does at the end like yeah i fucking nailed that yeah. like did you just listen to yourself she's funny I, i'm friends with her um and yet that announcer i thought killed it man he brought so many oh, yeah. jokes to that oh for sure i was actually playing that scene like i kind of dug it if you when you if you watch it again i'm mm -hmm. sort of like you know, like getting pumped oh, up. Oh yeah, you're you're not you're like, bobbing your head back and forth. You're, you're loving it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just in your own zone. Yeah. But man, John, uh, we really appreciate your time here today, man. Um, I know we yeah, kept you for pleasure. longer than we thought. Um, uh, I hope we can. I hope we can. You know, revive in the five hole, and I hope we can have you on for future episodes, man. And 
uh, you know, maybe next time you have a movie drop, we'll have you on. We'll talk some, we'll talk some, you know, some, some about, about that upcoming movie or whatever it may be. And then we'll, well, mine we'll talk well. hockey. I did a movie called the novice, um, about a female rowing team and, uh, uh, college female rowing team. Uh, it's sort of like black swan meets, uh, that, um, that, uh, drumming jazz movie with, oh my God, JK Simmons, uh, whip it or something or what was it called anyway it's sort of like those two movies probably come out at the end of the, the end of the year it's actually gonna be really good i think i play their coach um yeah but uh, i'll come anytime i mean uh, this was fun i would do anytime oh for sure man i had a blast man like i said you, you brought it for sure um that story <laughs> um that funny story really um, I wasn't expecting that to be the funny story, but nonetheless, mm -hmm. uh, that was awesome. Uh, I'm sorry. It's funny but, for you. Uh, it's funny <laughs> for you. Um, uh, Ty, do you got anything to add, man? No, man. Thank you. You just absolutely brought it, like you said. Uh, tons of great little moments and little things to learn all about that movie, and um, I'm glad we got to bring that to everybody. Right on. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, anytime, guys. This, it was fun, for sure. Yep. Uh, I hope you're holding up during this quarantine uh, well, and you're keeping yourself busy. I know it's been, uh, I know, I know it's been kind of hectic, and I'm getting stir crazy myself. But oh. everybody, we just got to stay inside. We got to stay safe. Uh, you know, hopefully this ends sooner rather than later, whenever that may be. So exactly, and good um, luck. You guys stay yeah. safe too, and good luck with the podcast. And uh, and yeah, hopefully we can you know revive the five hole. I, I I can make a couple calls and see if there's still interest in that. I still yeah, can't do it. I also I, have another yeah. movie that I want to do with that character. His name's Dwayne, actually, but it's basically Belchior. And his name's Dwayne. <laughs> is it? Yeah. For real. And that, that's what I thought it was when you messaged me. It was like, Dwayne. Wait, is this, this is like a serious, some, this is this a serious thing? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's like <laughs> Belchior. It's that character. It's on YouTube, actually. Look up Dwayne Funt. Dwayne Funt? On, Dwayne Funt. D-W-A-Y-N-E. F U N T Rody. Dwayne Funt Rody. I have to and I have to check this out. And it's basically Belchior. And uh because I just feel like I have just so many more jokes with that character. And uh and we have a movie that we've been trying to make. We've gotten really close to making it a few times and we're still we're actually kind of close now. Um but watch that and uh yeah, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's, it's hey, Dave, basically Falcure is a hoser in a mockumentary from Alberta, and he wants to be a roadie for a if you ever need particular if band. You ever, if you never need extras, you know, give us a holler, man. We're there. We'll do it. <laughs> We're there. <laughs> you know, you, any, anything, dude. You know, I'll get punched in the face. I don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, man, thank you for your time. Um, one last thing, man, you know. I had mentioned to a couple of our guests, too. You know, we're, we're hoping to get our studio uh, up and running soon, like a full-on studio. If there's, like, any type of picture we can get from you in the Belcure uh, gear or something, some type of memorabilia, if I send it to you, would you be willing to autograph it for us and send it, send it to somebody hanging on the wall here? Yeah, totally, of course. Oh, awesome, man. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. Um, no but uh, thank you again, Jonathan Sherry, uh, Ty, uh, we're, we are going to cut to commercial, uh, from a word from our sponsors with better biscuit and Mitz barber shop. Come on, let's go to the blue hotel. I want to live at the blue hotel.
podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, the Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.